to another episode of Alpha Waves. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're happy to have you here Always. with Cam and Darren. If you haven't already, follow us. Subscribe and, and all like that good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Just search Alpha Don't Waves. Don't be a creep lurking. Like, like. <laughs> 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 Message us. Or be us. a creep. Follow us count. So. <laughs> it does. Let me just get it. So today we're talking about imposter syndrome i've heard so much about this without ever really looking into it mm. so it'll be interesting to see that's an interesting what have you heard like off the bat i just heard a lot of people always am i thinking of stockholm syndrome <laughs> <laughs> ignore me very Cam. different very, but i want to know what the, i want to know about those converts <laughs> Now, you know when you just hear things like, you know yeah. when vocab just randomly... Yeah. Just, yeah, it yeah. was one of those ones. Yeah, but, sure. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well, imposter syndrome, imposter hmm? syndrome is totally different. Mm -hmm. So imposter syndrome, which, you know, I do think is a subconscious driving force, and I'll come into my story on that in a second. But mm -hmm. officially, imposter syndrome is when you don't put down your successes to your own you know ability talent work yeah. competency mm -hmm. <laughs> being competent um you actually feel like your successes come from luck or another source or someone's mistake or you know accidental circumstances that you were lucky and and someone took a chance on you and things like that so it's like downplaying your achievements yeah but is it based on the things you say or the way you act or do you know what i mean like oh um how can i put it you just said something about luck that that made me mm. think is it based on things like oh, i was lucky to i was that was you know what i mean just yeah, is it yeah. based on things that you say or yeah so like you know oh it was just luck or oh my god thank god you know god's the only one who's done this which is kind of true but mm. also it's God has gifted you with the talent to get this, you know? So, so yeah, things like that. So it's definitely, sorry to cut you. Is it, because <laughs> I know you're in your, I've got your my bag. notes, I've got <laughs> you're my your bag. and my figure. <laughs> but is it like a case of, is it only internal? So it's not like looking at somebody else and saying, they've only got that because of X, Y, Z. It's not about making excuses for why no, you don't. No, no. Okay, cool, 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 that cool. I would say is a different, you know what? It's interesting you bring that up because I feel like that, is what I would consider as a projection, mm. you know? Like mm. you thinking, oh, they only got this job because they're a man or they're a woman or they're pretty or this, that and the other. It's reflecting your own mindset of imposter syndrome that there's this whole other reason why you've got the job rather right. than you deserving to be there. Cool, mm. go, go forth. So, <laughs> fun fact, imposter mm. syndrome is a behavioral pattern that two psychologists- I'm so sorry. <laughs> What? When you said fun fact, anyway, carry on, carry this on. This is a, me. Well, it's a me. fact, it's a fact. So, <laughs> I was about to say imposter syndrome was founded in. <laughs> anyway, go on, ignore me. Listen, facts mm. can be fun. It's for so, the uh, yes, so it was found in, I think, 1978. Okay. And initially, around that time, they found that imposter syndrome was more prevalent in women. But as research grew, um, mm it's actually been found that imposter syndrome is more commonly found amongst people who belong to marginalized groups. So ethnic minorities, okay. um, immigrants, people with disabilities. 
it's mostly found you know interesting yeah is there a reason why do you think it's more prevalent is that a word yeah i think so um imposter syndrome at work (laughs) (laughs) exhibit a do you think that do you think what do you think is behind that if you had to like have your guess your theses This seems very fitting for this moment. I did for facts. And <laughs> I'm never bringing facts again. <laughs> I can't even get through them. I'm going to start um, mocking you in a minute, honestly, because it's important, your message. Mm, um, mm, but yeah, yeah, what would you say? I would say, I don't know. What would you say? I think, yeah, the women one is interesting. Mm. I think it's all about like how society depicts these people mm. like maybe at that time women felt oppressed maybe yeah or were new in like or relatively new in um entering that's what i mean like so if, yeah. so if they felt oppressed and now they're out of that mm. state of oppression mm. and they're achieving certain things mm. where that's been on your mentality for so long it might be hard to see anything other than that yeah like even within myself i don't i don't believe it but i'm just saying for example, hypothetical. Um, <laughs> don't do that. It's you said that you laugh first. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> like, um, yeah. growing up in the environments we grew up in, etc. Mm. You might achieve certain things mm. and then downplay it like, oh, I've not really done nothing yet. Yeah. Or not being... So for with me, for example, mm. I'm second generation. So my grandparents came here from India. My parents were born here, but um, nice. you know they didn't go super far in education. Mm. So of you know my family, I'm the first one who went to uni and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like when you're the first one to do things, there's already a shaky ground because mm. you're figuring it out as you go, and I think part of that does make you feel like an imposter, you know? But like, see the word imposter itself, that that's, mm. a, if we break that down, the word imposter is suggesting that you're playing a part. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Waiting to be found out. Waiting to be found out. But mm. if... It's a weird one because if you have achieved these things, that means you've got the ability to do it. So why do you think we just subconsciously, when I say we, just people in general, mm. subconsciously would downplay themselves if you're act- actively doing something? I think it's hard when things are challenging and like you're having to kind of keep up appearances. I mean, even thinking about code switching have mm. you heard of that mm-hmm. yeah so things like code switching at work and stuff like that you're already being performative in a way mm. and so i think that has an insidious effect on everything else you know and it's funny you mention it because there are a few ways that imposter syndrome does manifest so one is by hard work so okay. working extra hard taking no breaks blah 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 in order to hide um your feared incompetence mm. any comments i do but i didn't want to interrupt your flow because i'll take it deadly seriously <laughs> I, now. Could, I could feel um, it yeah so mm. say now you you know this whole thing of like 
especially for, like they say you have to work twice as hard as certain people to achieve certain things right mm. say that's your mentality from young that's been instilled, mm. instilled in you and your ethos is just is exactly that like I have to work hard mm. and by working hard you've achieved certain things right mm. and then you get to a point where you've achieved these things but your mentality is I've only got it because I've worked hard mm. and you continue to work hard is that blur the lines you think or do you think no matter what you working hard like that obviously not everybody that works hard has imposter syndrome right mm. but I'm saying somebody that does how would they recognize how would you recognize that if that's like well yeah let's, let's break that down because if if that's what you have instilled in you mm. then you have to think of what is the actual message that's being instilled in you because mm. what's being what you're being told is i have to work harder than everyone else mm. but what you're actually receiving is um i need to prove myself all the time mm. and i think sometimes we can misconstrue hard work with effort mm. you know you don't need to burn out you need to put in effort that's why they say work smarter not harder exactly exactly like you could get so much done in half an hour of focused work not looking at your phone paying attention <clears throat> not having the doubts come up like yeah. believing that you're capable and all that stuff will come on to in a second but you could do that rather than stressing out and struggling and really having your nose to the ground for the whole seven, eight hours, mm. you know? Sometimes, especially in sales, there's this whole thing that like, if you're not hitting your targets or if you're not doing what needs to be, well, yeah, if you're not hitting your target, mm. then you shouldn't even be having lunch. <laughs> like you need to be, <laughs> <clears throat> someone said that the other day at work. Mm. They were, They were, you know, they have a large target to hit this month. And they were like, um, I haven't done enough. They're on the phone dialing and dialing and dialing. It's not their fault that no one's picked up. Mm. <laughs> but because no one had picked up, they're like, I can't even take a break. Like, I can't go for lunch. I need to stay here until someone does. And I don't agree with that at all, mm. you know, because is that going to get you more results? No. Are you doing that to prove that you're doing something? Yes. You know? Do you think that relates as well? Yeah, You see, like, when... <clears throat> People don't want to take a day off sick and stuff like that because they're worried about... Could never be me, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> They're worried about, like, mm. how they'll come across. But yeah. the reality is, if you're good at what you do, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, But you know there's that thing where... No, you know what it is. If you're sick, it doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> you need that day mm, or mm, even mm. two, you mm. know? That's what you need. So does, does it, mm. like, cross over into what people think of you yeah 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 i think so but i think it's also subconsciously what you think of yourself mm. so this was very important when i mean very obvious with my experience in my new job mm. so <clears throat> in my new job it's a bit challenging than the jobs that i've done previously and with me i've had like i've done what i do for a while now mm. so in my head i'm like I know what I'm doing, blah, 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 this, this, this. And when it's challenging, immediately, and this is why it's so important to listen to your thoughts and really understand them because yeah. I'd be looking at my managers, I'd be really like reading their behaviors and thinking, oh my God, they don't like me, they're mm. gonna fire me, they're conducting interviews, they're literally planning my exit. And it was just extreme. 
And I had to sit down and look at that thought and think, why are they like, why do I think I'm going to get fired? And when I dug a little bit deeper, what I realized is that because this job is quite challenging, I felt like they were going to fire me because I was going to be exposed mm. for not knowing enough or not being smart enough or did, not being... Did you know enough? Job. Would you say? No, I'm new. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like so why would, you feel, why would you feel like that if you know you're new in the because door? Because it's like this internal pressure that you put on yourself to get there quicker or, you know, oh my God, I should have already been here by now, which comes into these fun facts. So... <laughs> I'll stop you before you jump into your fun facts. Huh? Yeah, go on. So it's like... Again, sure. I mean, come on, this is what we're here for, people. Go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there like... Is doubt, like self-doubt, does that play a big, big part into it? A big, big part. So excessive perfectionism, self-doubt, and also low self-worth mm. creates that fear in you where you feel like, Everything you do is inappropriate. It's either too much or too little. Mm. Oh my God, I'm too open and socializing with everyone too much. I should be looking like I'm working harder. Or, oh my God, I'm not sociable enough. Like I'm not a fun member of the team. They're not going to keep me on, you know? Mm. So those kinds of things play into it. So there's six ways that imposter syndrome manifests. So like I said, the first one, working extra hard to hide mm -hmm. your incompetence the second one is feeling like a fraud so feeling like you know you've tricked someone into getting this job yeah. and you're going to be exposed the third is subservient behaviors so being really charming or perceptive you know letting people offload to you about their thoughts and their feelings and being kind of that you know offering to do work that isn't even in your department to kind of like worm your way in i guess mm. and then there's number four, which I like to call stupidity exposure, which is what does that feeling, sorry, how I was feeling, which is feeling that you're going to be exposed for not being smart enough to do the job. Um, so you do certain things to hide it. Like again, working extra hard, um, being really charming, blah, blah, blah. I mean, for me, I get moody, but I do work hard. So it, it manifests a little differently. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> or devaluing yourself so say for instance that you have your your own business or something yeah. charging low rates offering to do work for free being overly available self-disrespecting behaviors like that and the last one is undermining your experience so feeling like you actually aren't qualified enough to do what you do and having these impossibly high standards and feeling like you can't reach them which is what i was doing i was like i should have already made a sale by now without yeah. considering the fact that there is a lot to learn and i've not known these things before you know it's interesting because like um as you were just speaking, I was just thinking of different times in my life mm. where some of those things may have crossed over. Mm. And um, you do kind of, you don't, you don't label it as anything. You just kind of have that thought. Well, me anyway. I have that mm. thought and then I just carry on. Mm. But now you're putting a label to it. It's actually making me think, does everything need a label? Because it, it makes me actually sit down and think about it more. Cause even I think so. Like, I think it's important to hear those voices in your head mm. and to know who's speaking and then to tap into the parental voice inside your head mm. to speak to that childlike voice and say something different, you know? So for example, <coughs> once I sat down and thought about it and realized that I'm feeling 
like I don't deserve to be here because I'm not smart enough and they're mm-hmm. all going to realize it because I'm just not getting the job straight away which again impossibly high standard um once you recognize that and you can see it's your childlike voice that's Mm. speaking Mm. you can start amending that so literally what i started doing instead (laughs) instead of like walking to work Mm. and just feeling how i feel which is dreading coming into work thinking about the issues blah 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 what i started doing was saying things to myself and saying Mm. you know you deserve to be here you've earned your place here like remember everything else that you've done and I kid you not, it's had such an immediate effect on not only the way that I feel at work, but also my actual work. Like I'm picking things up faster because instead of being horrible to myself all day, I'm feeling like everything's a conspiracy theory. I've just been able to do my work, Mm. you know, without worrying about how far I'm getting and you increase your confidence. Can other people have influence on that? Like, can the things that other people say have influence on any of those key points that you made, do you think? As in a positive influence? No, negative. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, where do these feelings of self, low self-worth and, you know, mm. self-doubt come from? Like, mm. those voices weren't yours to begin with. No child off the bat tells himself they're not good enough. Like, someone has said something to you, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, like yeah, your yeah. example earlier of you need to work twice as hard. Why do I need to work twice as hard? Why do I have something to prove? And then those thoughts are all mm. driving things. Because yeah. I remember, yeah. Like, let me just hit one of those points. Hmm. I was charging something for for some of my work anyway. I was charging something, yeah? Hmm. I remember somebody was like to me, that's expensive, yeah? Hmm. And this is how my mentality has changed. Buyers are liars. <laughs> that's what I'll say. <laughs> no, but the thing is, yeah, hmm. they said that's expensive, like, for et cetera, et cetera. And I can't lie. The first time I did hit, well, the fir- yeah, the first time I heard it, you're right, you know, I was like, who do I, like, at, this, at, this, mm. at, this, at that time, I was like, why am I charging that? Who do I think I am to charge those things, right? Mm. But then the second time I heard it, by the time the second time came around that I heard it, I was more of a case of, yeah, but this is my worth. Mm. Like, you're just not my market. Mm. That's how my exactly. mentality changed on that one. Exactly. But if I did stay in that mentality, that would have been because of what somebody else said to me. Mm. And I never really thought that. But is it? Is it just because of what Maybe someone not. else Maybe said? Maybe I had that doubt of like. Yeah, because you're, you know, the second time around someone said mm. that, you thought something different. But the first time around, you did think like, you know. And honestly, mm. as well, by the time the second time came around, I was a lot more confident in what I was selling because mm. it was at the. It was, it's, it's been improved by that yeah. time around. Whereas yeah. the first time it was still early out of the gate. So I weren't, you're right, I weren't 100% mm. certain about what I was trying to sell. Whereas mm. by the time it came to the second time around, I've got 100% confidence in what it is and the value of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it does stem from inside. Even like, <laughs> it was one time, yeah. Mm. I must have tried to do a delivery job for a bit. Mm. I was about to say something. It might have been disrespectful to people. It's not like the most challenging job, like mm. mentally, in it. Mm. It's not the most challenging. Yeah. So what? How I thought about it is actually wild because it's not. I like mentally challenging stuff, right? Mm. So I'm doing the job anyway. First, first day. 
it got to like, and bear in mind, I started at like six, seven in the morning. Yeah, it got to like eight p.m. and I'm still outside. Yeah, and I remember phoning someone and being like, "I'm just no good. <laughs> like, I just can't do this. I'm no good for this job. This isn't yeah. for me, kind of thing, isn't it?" Mm. And like, I'm I'm good at sleeping and stuff. But then the next morning, I woke up and I was just like. That was childish of me, like to have to throw my throw my toys out the pram like that, like. Mm. But it was because of the everything that I was going. Now I'm thinking back to it. It was just because of everything that I was going through at that time. I within myself didn't feel mm. like secure. Yeah, I almost felt like this. This is how could that, that, this sounds so rude? But how could like that be above me? If that makes sense, mm. that not, that sounds disrespectful, right? No, I know what you but mean. You know like, what how mean? could I not do this? But here I am, not able to do this. Yeah, like yeah. that's how I it felt. You. That's how it felt. Mm. Um, since then, I don't think I've ever felt like that in my life. Yeah. But so, do you think you can change? You Obviously, absolutely you can. Change. Can, you can change. You can. you can, and I'm so glad you brought that up because it's made me think about where I'm at in my life at that time. Mm. And when I started this new job, there were so many things that were, you know, kind of affecting my confidence in different ways, you know? So having all of that in the background and then starting a new job, which is a little bit more challenging than, mm. than other things that I've done, it definitely is a cocktail for inner world disaster, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. happens. But that brings me back to my certain point. Like, that's why it's so important to like, maybe not necessarily, well, yeah, label things because instead of having those thoughts, thinking about them, dealing with them and thinking it's you, because also bear in mind, when you have those thoughts, it doesn't just stop there. You also get angry at yourself. Like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I even thinking these things? Mm. Why am I not getting it? When you put it down to something and you're like, oh, this is a normal way to feel, you know? I'm not the only one feeling this way. You have to like know yourself, mm. you know? You have to know what's going on, what's driving these things. So you can one, stop blaming yourself and two, make yourself feel more secure. Yeah, yeah. You have to challenge, challenge these thoughts. I mean, I get it, I get it. And challenging them doesn't necessarily always mean okay, where is this coming from? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what makes this true? Like, But don't you think it's difficult mm. to, like, recognise it if you are being, like, because imposter syndrome is the is is the fact of you being successful at something, right? Mm. But you feel like you're not the person, if that makes sense. Mm. Is that right? Based on your... What do you mean? Like, imposter syndrome, to, as a definition, is, is what? That... Um, despite your successes mm. you believe that they happened not because of your hard work your talent mm. and your skills but your successes have come about from you know pure luck mm. or someone else making a mistake and dropping the ball and choosing you or you know an accidental circumstance All right so you're in that position now where you are successful and you feel that way how can you how do you think you somebody can change that mentality is it do they have to go through something or do you think it can just be a learning process i think, I think it's a learning process i think when you're starting something new that mm. you haven't done before that mm. can happen because there's definitely been times i've walked into jobs and been like this is so easy i'm so good at what i do blah mm. blah blah and go the other way and can be kind of arrogant <laughs> You know, so then when you have that and something comes along that you're not able to grasp straight away, mm. then then it's hard. And you know what, actually, I think that comes down to also 
having a blurry line with talent mm. like sometimes when you're good at something and you don't think too hard about it you forget that it is a skill you know because one thing i was thinking <laughs> during that time at work was like oh my god it's gone like whatever gift i had yeah, it's yeah, no yeah, longer yeah, here yeah, yeah. and that's not true you know it's just a skill it's a technique like so you see like just to pull go back mm. a little bit you see with your point of um not grasping something straight away like mm. you you've been hired for a job but you're not grasping it straight away mm. it's the success in that scenario the fact that you have been hired that should be enough to let you know that you're you still you are good enough to do this job but the fact that yeah. you've been hired and you're not grasping it anyway that's when you start to doubt yourself yeah you start to feel that imposter syndrome oh definitely cool. like when and that's what i mean you have to pause and listen to your thoughts because mm. then you can actually listen to them and think yeah that's that's a bit crazy because for real like there was moments where i was thinking oh my god like i'm not living up to mm. who they thought i was in the interview i didn't lie about any of my experiences in the interview you know i didn't embellish anything i used all my real experiences i did all the things I said I did, yeah. but I still felt like, oh my God, like they've hired this person and now I'm totally different. Like they're not seeing what I'm seeing. And then when I actually stopped and thought about all the highlights that mm. have happened at work, like measuring progress rather than the ultimate goal, there were so many highlights to prove that I, I am capable, I am deserving, mm. I can be here, you know? And if it's not for me, that will be my choice. Hmm. That makes sense. Hmm. The reason I'm just saying it, I'm just trying to drive home the point that is hmm. there's a difference between that and you feeling that you could do better and that you want to be better, right? Hmm. There's a big difference between that. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about that difference. So like, for instance, I'll give another example. Because say with, if you're doing something creatively, hmm and somebody's asked you so let's say music let's just throw a, a, a obvious example mm. music somebody's asked to collaborate with you yeah right and you've gone and done that collaboration and you leave feeling was that good enough or i could have done better mm. etc and the other person is telling you that it's it's perfect mm. they like it etc etc but you have that doubt within yourself is, would that classify as imposter yeah, syndrome? That's, yeah, that's um, imposter syndrome too. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I promise you this isn't pre-planned. It's not. <laughs> well, that was perfect. <laughs> synergy, so synergy. there's on. different types of imposter syndrome people. Mm. So one of them is experts. So people who need to know it all. They need to, um, you know, tick. So for instance, if you're applying for a job, they won't apply for it unless they tick every single criteria and okay. stuff like that. And then there's the perfectionists. So um, I can't read what I wrote, but they're <laughs> perfectionists. So they're people who want to get everything done absolutely perfectly in mm -hmm. order for that to prove that they've done what they needed to do. But again, that comes into what we spoke about earlier of setting impossibly high standards not meeting them and that's i feel when self-fulfilling prophecy comes into place because then now you're um 
because you've set these high standards, mm. you haven't met them, you are affirming to yourself like, yeah, I'm not good enough for this thing. And that's just not true, you know? Mm-hmm. So how, how much of an influence do you think somebody can have on that if they're giving you positive words? We said the negative before. Mm. If somebody's driving home posit- positive words to you, do you think that can change anything or do you think that can just almost add to your belief that you're not that you don't say if someone keeps praising you Mm. but you don't see it within yourself or your talent or whatever that praise won't necessarily change your mind will it i'll be honest with me it didn't like Mm. there would be people with my you know everyone who i work with is great like they've been so encouraging and like helpful and everything and they'll say like oh that was a really good call or you know Mm. you're you're doing things good or blah 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 and it it, for me anyway it just doesn't work like if i'm having those thoughts and feelings mm. then that's what i will hang on to because your voice is the loudest voice at the end of the day in my opinion you know so when when people were saying those things it didn't matter like the very next day i'd look <clears throat> for small changes in their behavior and like oh my god their opinions changed or mm. oh my god that person has spoken to them and changed their opinion of me everything just turns into a paranoid conspiracy yeah yeah but you know to move it in a in an uplifting direction truly affirming those things to myself every day in the morning before in the morning and you know what it is interesting because when i got this job i really did believe that it came from god and i still do believe that Mm -hmm. but i didn't account any of my talent to it so in the morning towards work i pray and be like okay i pray that today is going to be an easy day today is going to be this today is going to be that and prayer is powerful Mm -hmm. but you also need to put in some effort too you know and if your thoughts aren't you know god aligned i guess Mm. then that just won't make a difference and then walking into work saying different things like you deserve this you belong here you are capable this is just new to you everyone else has been there for two years minimum so why are you comparing yourself you know those things have made a massive difference interesting another thing that's made a huge difference for me is at the end of the day writing down all the progress that i've made you know celebrating your wins is a huge way to battle imposter syndrome because you come home and you will ruminate and think about all the things that you didn't do Mm. or all the benchmarks that you haven't hit yet and you'll stress yourself out and then when you come home and remind yourself like no i did this i did that that was really good i didn't do that yesterday and i did it today you know yeah it starts to make a difference so it's pretty much like an, an internal process. Yeah, it is an internal process. But, you know, having good friends around you really helps to yeah. talk things through with. Um, journaling or even not journaling, but thinking through the thoughts yourself is so powerful because you need to have that conversation with yourself. You need to mm. understand this voice that's speaking and call in a different voice. But you know why, it, it, the reason I go back to it, actually, let me finish this point first. Do you think that, um, right, can I just confuse my two points? I'll come back to that. Basically, yeah, you see like if you, I said it previously, but if you're like, be, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say, sorry. Mm. Do you think seeing, seeing, if you're going into a place and seeing somebody that looks like you doing what you do to the same level as you, that can help benefit as well? Whereas if you're just 
by yourself. I'm just taking your work example. Like if you walked into that workplace and you saw someone that looks like you, that shares your behaviors, do you think that would then reduce your level of, I'm not good enough to do this? Or do you still think it's still that me, 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 me thing? Hmm. That is interesting mm. because there is someone at my work okay. who is, you know, Indian, female, um, really great at the job, a couple years older than me, mm. been there since the place started. And they're not here right now. They're, they're working remotely from another country. Mm. I don't know, you know, because mm. I feel like that intimidated me more in a sense really yeah it did because i was like oh my god i'm not like her mm. <laughs> and then also thinking do they want me to be like her i can't be like her and then yeah it kind of like yeah i don't know it's weird it's that's so hard to answer because obviously she's not here right now and i'm trying yeah, to remember yeah, how it was yeah. when she was and when she was here part of it was so motivating because mm. you're seeing someone who has the things you want and they look like you so these things look more real to you. And it was a motivator, like, oh my God, I could be that way. Mm. But then at the same time, it's also intimidating because it highlights so much of how I'm not measuring up to that at the same time, you know, so. But do you know why it's tricky? Because mm. somebody with imposter syndrome doesn't necessarily mean somebody that's not motivated or somebody that's yeah. not achieving. Cause you're achieving, yeah. but you just don't feel that you deserve it, right? Mm. So. Or that you didn't fully earn it. Yeah, you didn't. Mm. Yeah, there's something that's happened for your benefit or whatever, yeah. however you put it. But how can somebody from the outside, because from the outside looking in, you just look like a successful person. Mm. It's all internal, right? Yeah. So how can anybody from the outside kind of see that in someone? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I don't think you can. I mean, actually... Because I was going to say, is there anybody mm -hmm. that you can look at in the public eye that you see successful? Obviously, I don't expect names off the top of your head, but have you ever see, looked at someone and thought or heard somebody speak and be like, hmm, I think you may have imposter syndrome. The reason mm -hmm. I say that is because how can anybody, how can you bring yourself out of something if you're not aware it's there? And sometimes it's not you that recognize it, it's someone that recognizes it in you in things in life well that's why you need to talk to people around you for mm. one and two that's why you need to like actually listen to your thoughts and not just suffer with them mm. which is something i really have been doing mm -hmm. you know you have to do that i think it's so weird because it is so internal it can be so subconscious but i truly believe that anything subconscious can be made conscious just by paying yeah. attention to it. It's, it really is that easy. All the steps after that are not as easy, but that step is easy. You think so? I think so. Like Just by listening to yourself, basically. Because you don't even know what you're thinking sometimes, mm. you know? Sometimes you'll have a 30 second trip <laughs> and you'll have so many thoughts and your body's just reacting. And mm. then you're like, okay, just shake it off. But you haven't really shaken it off. Mm. So you've got to hear it like when you actually stop and hear the thought and you hear yourself say i can't do this mm. you suddenly question how true that is like wait 
why can't I do this? Yes, I can do that, you know? Mm, mm. So, yeah, I mean, also it comes down to regulating yourself. It can be a very intense situation sometimes. So yeah. you need to like run to the bathroom, take some deep breaths and do it there, you know? Like it comes down to that stuff to you. Mm. But yeah, I think when you start noticing things, sometimes the hard thing about noticing things in yourself, for me anyway, can be the fear of what it means about you. It's yeah. so much easier to walk around work and fake it till, or whatever and fake it till you make it and project onto other people and be that super boisterous person in the room to hide all these things. Mm. Because sometimes it is hard to admit to yourself that you don't have as great of a self-worth as you wish you did or yeah. you don't have as much confidence as you wish you did. That's the thing with confidence though, especially linked to this is like, it can affect confident people as well because you can be confident to a point, right? Yeah. And then... And everyone has doubts. Like, there's varying degrees of imposter syndrome. It doesn't have to be as intense as mine has been. Mm. You know, it can it can vary, but paying attention to yourself and nurturing yourself, which, you know, we just have to do. Like, you can call it snowflakey or too soft or whatever but i'd rather nurture myself than torture myself so makes sense, makes you sense. Know, yeah do you think there's many settings that you can feel imposter syndrome outside of like work and yeah i think so yeah yeah have I you think. experienced it outside of that hmm can't think off the top of my head but I feel like I have you know mm. it depends on which areas in your life you don't feel as secure in I guess mm. interesting yeah interesting very interesting mm. what have you what got any you? Huh? <laughs> so what about you I don't know you know mm. I actually don't know I'm just thinking about it now um mm. because it's crazy like yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know because obviously, yeah, what, like working and like your own personal goals, etc. whatever you do in life, there's mm. going to be that element of, um, mm. I wouldn't say imposter syndrome, but there's going to be that element of, am I good enough to do what I do at some point? Yeah. Right? Oh, actually, I think with writing mm. and creativity, I feel it sometimes there. Yeah. Especially not being a professional writer or dedicated to the scene for so many years and mm. active in that way mm -hmm. sometimes i do feel like oh do i belong here like do i have a right to be here kind mm, of thing mm, mm. Mm. yeah sometimes them no, i don't think i have that in anything that i do creatively mm. there's been things that's like reaffirmed it um yeah. in a lot of my ventures like like I said, I know that that you, with me, I'm very honest with myself as well. I know, mm. I know when something deserves what it's getting. Recognition, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So I, I'm, I think I'm quite good at that now. Maybe mm. at one stage in my life, I weren't as great with it, but definitely now. Um, but you've been in it for so long, and that's why I'm so glad you brought it up because I truly believe also. And a friend said this to me that when you the more you practice something, the mm. more natural it becomes to you and the more confident and secure you feel mm. about it. Mm. That's true. Mm. It's true because when I've like tried to venture off into other things, there is that element of, is what I'm producing good enough? But when it's 
my creative work, I, I already feel like I'd never have those thoughts. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. That's so good. That's interesting. Yeah, and you've been, like, so connected to your creative side mm. for as long as I've known you, mm-hmm. you know, so that is good. But it does, mm. I have had those moments where, like, I've taken breaks from it, yeah, mm. to pursue other things or life gets in the way, etc. And when I've come back to it, I have doubted myself sometimes, like, mm. have I even still, am I even still... You feel like something's been taken from you, but that's not true. It's just mm. practice. Yeah, 100%. Mm. 100%, 100%. But it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Do you have any more um, facts or anything before we round up? Well, well a couple of things I want to share is the mistakes that I made with mm-hmm. imposter syndrome okay. with, with this job in particular. Because it's the most recent, exo- like the most obvious example of, of everything. But a few things that I did that, um, again, when you're unaware and subconsciously thinking it drives so many actions that just did not need to be there so things like um a couple mistakes i'd say that i'd made is one um expressing all this stress to my managers which Mm. sounds like a weird thing to say but i feel like when you're putting so much pressure on yourself Mm. and then expressing that too it just doesn't need to be done, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, because especially when when you're new as well, maybe this isn't a great way of thinking because everyone's like transparency. But I believe that when you first start a new job, it is important to keep some cards close to your chest, you know, and, and try to do that a little mm, bit. Mm-hmm. So that's one mistake that I feel like I made. Another was um, constantly showing how much work I've done like oh my god look this is what I've done today and continual updates because I feel like that creates a weird dynamic first of all Mm. where you're constantly having to show like you're almost micromanaging yourself seeking validation for what you've done yeah exactly and that comes into what we spoke about like doing all this extra hard work Mm. to prove that you're working Mm, mm, mm. and and yeah those those are some things that you just don't have to do like you actually don't have to do that yeah you know yeah 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 one thing i'm good that i'm really one thing i did that i'm really glad i've done is i've taken my full hour lunch break every day and everyone should do that why would you not it only sounds that's they're just from the outside, as an outsider, that just makes sense to me. I don't know why you wouldn't. But, exactly. Um. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wish more people would. You mm. need it. Like, mm. you need it. Especially if your job is stressful and targeted and you're there actually working hard. you got to, you know, you got to give yourself that. 100%. Mm. 100%. <clears throat> I think those are good lessons. Le- that was so dramatic. What? 100%. No, I, was- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> but yeah. No, I think those are good lessons learned though. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Oh, another mistake was literally reading into things so much more than I needed to. Like mm. dissecting everyone's actions. Because I'm so afraid like, oh my God, they're going to fire me. You know? Also, on that note as well, when you do have a fear like that, one thing that helped me that was advised to me was to ask yourself like okay if they do fire you what's what's gonna happen Mm. you know are you never gonna find another job again another opportunity you know yeah so yeah yeah so so yeah any last comments before our words of advice 
No, not really. Mm. It's, it's no more interruptions? No, 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 no. no, no. I think you should do it more often. <laughs> <laughs> A common theme. Cam with the notes. Cam with the, with the notes. And my notebook says notes, so... Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> where it's for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Need to make sure I've got my notes. <laughs> All right, what's your words and <laughs> some advice? Um... <laughs> Yeah. Words of advice. Mm. Uh, words of advice. This is interesting because today is like the first time that I've really dealt with the phrase imposter mm. syndrome. Um, but my word of advice would just be value yourself. Isn't it? Mm. Like bottom line, if you're if you're in a position in life, nine times out of ten, it's not just luck. Like it's not luck. There's going to be something that you've done to contribute to that. So Luck is when opportunity meets preparation. preparation. Mm. Yes, exactly. No more messing up phrases. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's done. <laughs> Imposter syndrome is done. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it is. But yeah, my yeah. word of advice would be... What I've been saying this whole time. Hear your thoughts. Don't mm. just think let your thoughts run amok you know listen to them and then then you know what you actually need to tell yourself you know practice makes perfect makes sense knowledge is what creates what you need to create you was on a good run but you just kind of told i should have just left it at knowledge yeah, i don't know where it's <laughs> going but hey but yes those are my words <laughs> and we are <laughs> done it is what it you're is. crushing my confidence darren it's you you're <laughs> you're the syndrome to my imposter (laughs) (laughs) i'm bad for for people anyway (laughs) thank you for joining us for another episode yes and until next time until then thank you (laughs) (laughs) hand signs if you didn't see that